0: Brownies. I'm taking two so I can parcel them up and eat them at my leisure later on, much healthier. You're taking two? Yeah,
1: um, but one of them is for Toby.
0: Yeah. Why don't you send that to him in Costa Rica?
1: Um, I'm just gonna hand it to him right now.
0: (laughs) Okay. Weirdo. Why is that that weird? She said she's gonna give it to him right now. (laughs) (laughs) She's probably going to, because they sit next to each other. Yeah, they used to. Kobe works here again. Oh, can you imagine? Oh, no. You don't know.
1: I don't know. What? You should probably just meander back there. Take a look.
0: See if he's he's back. Dare I? (laughs) You know what? I'm going to. For old time's sake.
1: We attempt to live in a world full of order, limits, facts, figures, and qualities. In such a world, we seem to think that leaders are important. The boss role in society, and especially in the workplace, seems to come with a lot of responsibility. In fact, bosses are relied upon precisely to keep such data in line for the betterment of the entire organization. For example, the boss should certainly know who's on the payroll, who's currently in the office, and who's currently under his employ. But Michael, a human male, fills the boss role very inadequately in this respect. Great practical
0: joke, Jim. Got me go to the annex. No God! No
1: God, please, no! 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 No Still, since we do not work with this as some might call him, eight year old in a suit, this lack of professionalism hits us as funny. For example, we may feel superior to him knowing that we wouldn't hold such a childish grudge against a coworker for no reason. We may also feel relieved to see the boss act so childishly since we know that he or she was once a child themselves. We may also find it funny because Michael is plainly acting out of line. His responsibility as a branch manager simply comes second to... No.
0: for that i was king of forwards you got to understand that i don't come up with this stuff i just forward it along you wouldn't arrest a guy who's just delivering drugs from one guy to another you seem a little bit agitated michael what's the problem the problem is that i am the boss and apparently i can't say anything well that that's my that's true in a way you you can't Say anything. Where's the line? Where's the line Jan? Do you need to see the video again Michael? No, I've seen the video. He
1: talked the whole time. No, he didn't. In this office, Michael is relied upon to keep the Keith organization in check by using his cognitive ability. Unfortunately for Michael, he believes his job is to counterbalance all the boring work that his subordinates have to do with his impulsive comedic activities. This infringement of his role in the workplace induces comic amusement in the audience is watching at home, but frequently makes his audience in the office very uncomfortable. So uncomfortable that they even call in his immediate superior. Attention everyone,
0: hello. Uh, yes, I just want you to know that uh, this is not my decision, but from here on out, we can no longer be friends. And when we talk about things here, we must only discuss uh, work-associated things. And uh, you can consider this my retirement from comedy. And in the future, if I want to say something funny or witty or do an impression, I will no longer ever do any of those things. Does that include
1: that's what she said? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow, that is really hard. You really think you can go all day long? Well, you always left me satisfied and smiling, so.
0: That's what she said! <laughs> Michael! No, no, no. Michael! <laughs> Come Michael, on. please. Seriously, Please. <laughs> <There he is. laughs> Come on. You would have done the same. You just didn't think of it first. Michael, please, well, I, I really, this, it's, that's, it's not my sense of uh, humor.
1: Still, Michael, as Bergman identifies in her paper, merely begs off his comedic and communicative responsibility by claiming that he's merely forwarding it along, or that it's merely a joke. The offense Bergman urges us to consider is still there. And especially since he has such a superior position, the offense is particularly jarring. Not only is he not expected to say such things, his co-workers simply must respect him and pay attention to all the things that he says. Therefore, it's especially painful to the listeners when they divert their attention from income-producing work to give undivided attention to a serious figure in the workplace who flippantly jokes about sensitive topics such as sexual innuendos and misogyny and email forwards or casual office talk. It's just like so creepy. What's happening?
0: Oh, some guy exposed himself to Phyllis in the parking lot. Really? Is she okay? Yeah, Bob Vance took her for a walk to calm down. Okay. (sighs) Phyllis, you say? (sighs) Hmm. What is so funny? Um, I mean, did he even see Pam? Or, uh, Karen from behind? I'm guessing not. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's pretty funny when you think about it. Oh, not really, no. It's disgusting and demeaning. Oh, okay, masters of comedy. A guy dropped his pants. Have you ever been to the circus? Okay. Okay. He's back! Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey,
1: what's going on? There's a police car in the
0: What? Oh.
1: What's going on?
0: Oh, Phyllis got flashed. <laughs> it's um
1: <laughs> I don't think laughing about it's a appropriate response.
0: Oh, come on. Um... We are laughing at Phyllis, but she's not even here, so no harm, no foul
1: do take the woman
0: in the saw. Incidentally, where were you during all of this? Maybe you're the flasher.
1: I was at a parent teacher conference. Uh huh. Prove it. Let's see your penis! There's obviously some comic amusement involved in the audience's passive being in the world, primarily due to the fact that he's not our boss. Still, we perceive an incongruity, as Bergman argues, that is evoked from unethical feminist beliefs attitudes or norms that negatively affect his co-workers. Certainly, Michael is in a position of power, shirking his responsibilities and making jokes about oppressed groups or tabooic subjects. Although this makes his co-workers extremely uncomfortable, Michael is doing it all with somewhat good intentions. Do I
0: need to be liked? Absolutely not. I like to be liked. I enjoy being liked. I have to be liked, but it's not like this compulsive need to be liked, like my need
1: to be praised. Just as Bergman claims, although Michael may not intend to hurt his co-workers' feelings with his jokes, actually quite the opposite, Bergman argues that he's still responsible. This is because humor is not on an island, and it typically serves to reinforce certain sexist, racist, or ethnic values. Michael's position as a boss and his lack of concern for the sensitivity of these issues, even despite his relatively gregarious personality, leads to hurt feelings and personal offense. despite the fact that he's doing it all in good fun. Possibly, Michael should take Shuster's advice and instill some comfort in his viewers prior to bringing up casual jokes. But as Morial notes, The fact that his jokes clearly evoke motions of anger opportunity fight or flight since the topics are so sensitive michael's good personality just might not be able to withstand the harsh clinical social walls built by his presenting his jokes in an office even so Michael still remains interested in inviting his coworkers in on the fun and making them realize his kindred feeling towards them. I remember when people used to say boss when they were describing something really cool, like, those shoulder pads are really boss, man. Look at that perm. That perm is so boss. Actually, it actually kind of made me want to become a boss. And <laughs> it looks so good with a perm and shoulder pads. <laughs> but now, boss is just slang for. Jerk in charge. Okay, everybody, I figured it out. The reason why you're all so stressed around me is because you're too intimidated to tell me what you really think. You're keeping all these feelings inside. That's what's really causing the stress. So, what's the solution? Solution is honesty, laughter, and comedy. In short, a roast of Michael Scott. Oh, come on! Who ha- who here has the Comedy Central Roast channel? You've seen it, right? Everybody gets together, and everyone starts hurling insults at the one guy, and everybody's laughing, and everybody's hugging each other and ragging on each other, because nothing is offensive during a roast. Anything goes! I want you guys to really get cracking on this. I want you to take me down. Don't hold back. <laughs> I want you to really make fun of anything about me. It could be uh, my race, could be the fact that I'm so fit, could be the fact that I'm a womanizer. Whatever. I I don't want to write your stuff for you. I just want it to be good.